I'm gonna clap. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. One, two, three. three. Oh wait, wait, wait. No, start over. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> now. I'm ready now. Three, two, one. <laughs> I was. Hi hey. everyone. Oh my god, we're recording this episode. So we're recording and uh so in order for us to sync up our audio we clap beforehand <laughs> so that I know where to like match things up and I was hell of not ready when Rosa was fixing the clap and so the incoming laughter is I scared why. her. You looked like was... a bird flew into your office. I was I scared. <laughs> Girl, the party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, how's it? Go- how- um. First of all, I was gonna say how's it going, but you just got married. I did. Look I at did. it. She is a kept um, woman. Basically, I am obsessed with my husband. I was obsessed with him before he became my husband. All I want to do is hang out with him literally every second. I am a walking cliche. Uh, This is not the first time that I've been married, but it is the first time I have felt like this. Can I get an amen? Amen and amen and amen. Um, And amen. So it's just, you know, I'm sure anybody who has been through a wedding with someone that they not only really love, but really fucking like, um, it's been really hard to come back to real life, but I'm doing it. I'm here. I'm wishing I was still in Vegas. Um, but instead I'm here. I do. I can 100% can confirm that coming back to real life after getting married to your best friend and someone that you like want to spend all of your time with, um, that's very, it's hard. It's, and also like at a certain point in life because I was your exact age when I got married um it's like you have to come back to like life life right like like you have shit that you're doing you're not just like you're not coming back to like work at Starbucks or whatever like you're coming back to do like do the thing and that's that is one not to shit on people working at Starbucks we love you um but it is to say that there's like something different about being like an adult and you've been married before too. Right. So like, yes. you understand what that's like being an yeah, adult and, and kids. back into. Yeah. Totally. You're, yes. Yes. But, um, we are real extra and we're having another wedding. So, and that, you know what, it's the best decision I ever made, even though I've been so stressed out. Um, I, just don't know how people can come back and not have another wedding to look forward to. So that's my advice to anybody getting married. People keep asking me. I'm like, just have two weddings at least. (laughs) Have at least two. At least. I'm so my advice is to have your wedding and then like five to 10 years later, have another one. I'm going to do that too, Shannon. Yeah, I know. You're the, probably the most (laughs) extra person I know. Thank you so much. That's I'm saying that with all of, I know, like all of the love and respect. And it's true. I'm Miss Extra. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of extra, <laughs> guys, we have new feelings about this book that we have not yet met. I mean, you know, it's only book three into this venture of Brown Girl Book Party. By the way, I'm Rose Leonardo. This is Shannon Dominguez Stevens. Oh yeah, I was like Brown Girl Book Party. <laughs> 
Yeah, my <laughs> name is Shannon. That's her new legal name, Brown Girl Book Party. It's true. It's how I sign all of my documents. <laughs> um, we're here to talk to you about books, and we love to do it. And um, even books that we struggle with. Oh, yeah, that's putting it nicely. Like this book. So this was um, really the first book that we, I think, did not, not only didn't absolutely fucking love, and heard praise um but a book that we didn't dnf really like and yep this is a real life book podcast with real life people and um something that shannon touched on if you're an avid listener if you listen to the other episodes then you know that i historically have a really hard time not finishing books i have read so many books that i did not like um and this year I said, I wasn't going to do that anymore. So guess what guys? <laughs> Thanks Brown Girl <laughs> book party. I didn't do it. We didn't finish it. Neither of us we finished didn't. this book. Aren't you glad you're here? <laughs> yeah. So when we say like, this is, uh, there's going to be hell of spoilers. Not this time. No, because I we didn't love some spoilers it. actually. <laughs> <laughs> right. Spoiler. I don't know. If you want to read this book, um, did, how far into the book did you get? Okay. So technically, um, it says that I got to page 236. That's not true because this morning okay, bitch, in a state of absolute skimming. panic, I, yes, I just started <laughs> skimming. I was just like going through, I think I solidly read 80 pages, like all the way through my bookmark lands at page 147. And, um, there are a total of one moment, please. 288 well no because that's probably acknowledgement 286 pages in this book so I don't know I will be I was ready to stop reading at page 27 um but I I did keep going for the sake of the pod and I will say that like in my experience with book clubs parties um in the past I have pushed myself to try to read a little bit more yeah. than I normally would just like for the sake of being present for the conversation. Um, but I, unlike Rosa, am someone who does not, if I don't like a book, I don't finish a book. Um, right. I will put it down very, very quickly. Um, I'm so but sorry. I did... This is super off topic, but I just pulled out a bunch of stuff from my pockets. I haven't worn this sweater since probably October is my guess. Are you going to eat those Swedish fish? Oh, they're empty, girl. You know, I'm not leaving Swedish fish behind. Here's a Snickers wrapper. <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue. You. <laughs> um, there's... Hey, hey, Pete. Pete has some things to say, obviously. <laughs> uh, for those not watching, this is Pete, one of the cats. One of the 13 cats that live in yes. my house. And... He is the most extra one. cat I know. So um, anyway, yeah, I did really try to push through with this book. And also because there are like certifiably dope people who have talked about how good this book is. And yep. so I just was like, okay, maybe I haven't like hit that part right. of it, but I just never did. I will say that like just before I gave up last night, I... I started to feel like a little bit more invested in the main character, but that's like almost 150 pages in. Yeah. Um. So just like super quick. Um. 
this well, we should say i don't think we've yet named the book nor the author oh yeah it's called the survivalist by um kashana collie and so she is um a writer for the fox comedy the great north which has nick offerman in it and i love nick offerman um she was also a writer for the daily show with trevor noah like you know she writes comedy she also writes like heavy shit and so this as far as yeah this is her first um adult long form adult piece of work um that honestly i mean for people who listened to the first episode of the show um know that we were both like stoked about reading it um yes definitely like a different pace than anything that we'd read yet in this book club definitely a different pace than what i usually am drawn to i would say maybe shannon more so your speed but also unique to what you typically read just in that it's like truly an i mean i thought it was going to be like an action book i i don't know that i would still describe it that way no I definitely was like this is gonna have like yeah for sure action and like comedy right which I just like assumed because of the writer and also because of the explanation I mean like in in the book on the book jacket it says the way that it reads we read it the first episode so I'm not gonna read it again um the way that it reads is very much like oh we're getting on this like funny like potentially tense like suspenseful action train right um so one of the things that was really difficult for me which I didn't I had to like put the book down and figure out why I was struggling with it so much from the beginning um is that there's no chapters yeah there's no like and that, a chapter for me is like if when I read a chapter, I'm like, if I have some other shit to do or like if I've been reading for a hell of long and I'm like, I got to like get up and move around. The end of a chapter is how I determine like yes. I don't usually stop reading mid chapter either. Well, I also I think as as readers, the sense of completion is extremely important. It's the reason why I finish books that I don't like, because totally. I think that it is habitual of readers to not feel we need a, a feeling of completion, which I never received from this book. Okay. Not yes, just sir. because of the ch- lack of chapters here. The, I, th- this book shook me to my core because it really also shined an uncomfortable light on me as a writer, because I have a tendency to do something that um, Kashana Kali does throughout this book, which is highly detailed, very intense run on sentences that lasts so long that they start about one thing and then she's like making so many jokes and so many references and building so much that like a quarter through which by the way is like 10 minutes later 10 minutes later you're like (laughs) oh what was the point of it I'm lost like that happened to me so much she and I see it as her being especially because again Trevor Noah signed off on this book Samantha Irby is on the front cover, who is one of my favorite authors. She's one of my favorite comedy writers. She says it's a banger of a book. I mean, I just was like, all right, I'm all in. You know, these are people whose book recommendations I have read before and loved. Um, And I think the thing 
about Kali that is that she she is really funny. She is funny. You can tell by the writing that she's funny. Totally. You can tell yeah. she's a funny person by the writing, but the writing isn't funny. Right. It's like, I think it, this book really for me was like, there is something lost in translation. It's like, yes. it's like the person that is like super funny, like when you're out at the bar together, but then your text messages are like hell of dry. Yeah. You know, where it's like, they're just like, there is this like missing piece, um, you know, as the communication methods change, like, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I would read a sentence and then be like, wait, what? And yes, like have to read same. it again. I know. Um, it really caused me on multiple occasions to question my level of reading comprehension. Same. <laughs> because I was like, is something like wrong? Am I missing something? Mm -hmm. Is my, my brain just isn't like taking in this information in the way that I should. And I started to read the book kind of like it was a textbook because I felt like mm. I was missing, I was missing things. And it really, I don't know. I want to like leave space for the reality that like this, there are so many people who, cause I spent some time reading through reviews. There's so many people who, who did genuinely enjoy this book. And there mm -hmm. are plenty of people who also feel the same way that we did yes. do. Um, but like this clearly just is not a writing style that works for me right it does not tickle my brain in no, any way same. it just it's like really frustrating and i have like book well you can't i have like book flags for all the things where i was like oh i i want to like remember this thing or that because she does do things like she talks about when I mean, she's a black woman author she talks about a black experience with police and with guns and with like food security and like she's trying it's there's a lot of shit in here that like we are about, right? Yes. Like, and there's a lot of moments for what could have been really subversive, interesting, poignant conversations around those things because she's playing with these really um, uh, these themes ha had so much potential yeah. for new conversations about these things. You know, the situation is that this woman, this highly successful lawyer who at the beginning of the book is like snubbing all these men. She's like literally like ghosting physical in real life dates, crawling out of bathroom windows. What a fucking badass! You like the, the beginning of the book. I was like, Oh, I'm into it. Right. At the yes. very beginning. But that very first run on sentence that hit I, it, you get into a groove, you get into a dance, like with a book. And mm -hmm. I could never find that groove. I was no. never staying on the dance floor. I was always taking a break and stepping off. Can you tell I was just at my own wedding? This is the only, this is the first analogy like, that's coming to my brain. So I, this book just like never really put a ring on it. And so. <laughs> that's right. That's a good way to put it. But no, I couldn't groove with it, man. I could not dance with it and I could not connect with it. But anyway, she, she then meets this guy and is instantly just like captivated by him. And like, she's really into him. And there's this chemistry that's kind of palpable um, and I really wanted to get into that. I really wanted that to be like, that's part, that's a conversation in and of itself. Like what yeah. happened? Was it her life that made it so that she was more open to this new potential? Was it really truly chemistry? But I could never know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you because I couldn't fucking read the book at all. Yeah. I really was like 
there's also the the um the part of the of the book where she is like very like anti-gun anti like her her vibe is just is not the same at all as Aaron the guy who she uh right. ends up falling for and moving in with he lives in this like brownstone with two other people and it's they like have like dilapidated yeah and like they have apart. a bunch of guns and they have a bunch of food and they're like preparing for the end of the world or whatever um and she's like very anti guns and at one point she ends up going on this gun run with two of Aaron's roommates while Aaron is out of town um on a trip to get coffee because he has a coffee brand because they also tactical coffee own a coffee roastery right yeah so it's like also this book has like all of these little things that you're like okay this is like a hip it's book a lot it well, is it's also there is so many so, themes there's so much there going are on. a lot of themes also there are a lot of themes. aaron's parents as well as what's the main character's name aretha thank you Aaron and Aretha, both of their parents are dead. Both sets, right. like their both their mom and their dad are dead. And that's a theme too. There's so yeah. many themes. There are yeah. I mean, the the where she goes from being like a no-go on guns to all right, this isn't so bad going like you know, she's sort of like forced into this gun run, but then she eventually gets to the point where she's like you know about it and it's like there there are there are so many themes and it and it feels a little bit to me like um like anyone who does a thing that they're excited about for the very first time you have like you go in with so much energy and so many ideas but you have to be able to sort of like rein it in and decide what you're gonna do well um right. and then start to add those things later so it's like I would love to read a book by Kashana Kali that is uh, that turns like the trauma of being like an adult whose parents are gone and trying to find love into like a comedic work of fiction yeah without all the other stuff like the other stuff it was a lot because I you then have to follow like her friend Nia who like she works with at the at the fucking lawyer the firm the law firm and then you've right. got the two roommates and you've got you've just got like all of these pieces that it, I just had such a hard time following it. I I think that uh, it falls into a very common trope with um, authors like first time books where there are, there's too much going on. Right. And as a writer, yeah. as a person who is in the process of like revisiting all of these pieces of fiction that I've written over the last like 15 years, um, how careful I try to be about that because that is like a thing like you are so excited to get all of these ideas down and also yeah. and also like validating the experience of brown authors like you also don't feel like you can write a you can't write a sub book right like your book cannot yeah. be mid because right. you are competing against a bunch of white people's mid writing that are all on the fucking NYT bestsellers so right. like I think that there is a pressure and I think to me and and again like there are a lot of people online that really liked this book I, I watched a lot of yeah. like video blogs this morning um and reviews of people enjoying it even those that enjoyed it though did have very similar criticisms that we have which was especially about the run-on sentences and the lack of chapters I mean I really appreciate a book that is breaking out of the norm 
of like writing in some ways, but this bitch needs chapters. And I learned that from this book. Yes. I am a chapter bitch. Okay. Please don't make me read any more books that don't have chapters. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) It's Um, it's way, it's just too difficult. It's too difficult (laughs) to stay like, to stay. We need breaks. When do we eat snacks? If you don't give me a chapter, I can't get up and eat a snack. I feel like I am um, just trapped inside this never ending book waiting for the next page break that never comes. It just never comes. It just never comes. Um, so <laughs> what are the, some things we liked about this book, Shannon? <laughs> uh... I do, again, I will say, I feel she is a talented writer. So that's, and that really fucked with me because I could see that like, there were moments where she was making funny jokes like she was drawing funny parallels and um you know but I don't know I mean okay I will say I did I did like it's it's a like but also um also frustrating I did like all of the social commentary like I she talks about like um calling the cops and how like as a black person that is like not a thing that she because Aaron at one point early on is like we just we should just call the cops for this thing um and he's like and she's like we can't just call the cops like right cops and black people don't mix and like that whole there's a conversation that comes out of that um she like makes some commentary on like the pandemic and on the Obama administration. And like, it's all of these bits about like, you know, it makes total sense that she wrote for Trevor Noah because she has yes. these like really smart and funny totally. quips about, you know, all of these, all of these political slash social justice issues. I did really like that. I enjoyed the conversations that she presented in the book like the way that um especially she and Nia would go back and forth with each other like you could tell that they were like very invested in the friendship um but also I just I felt like the conversations didn't come often enough it was way too much like the run-on sentences were just way too much yeah um I I so badly wanted to like this book I know, Sam. I, I really, really did. And I just... You know what, though? I think it does give some true, like, real-life dimension to what this book club is going to be, though. Because there is something really important. I've always, like, thought a lot about how true access and equality, when we're talking about brown folks as characters and authors um, in these stories and books, true equality to me is going to be when there's so much access equitable access for these kinds of books that we can um talk about the bad ones or the ones that we didn't enjoy um yeah in a way that doesn't feel like um it would be detrimental to what we're trying to build in the credibility of brown authored books and stories so that that is this moment right now you know and we can really see um, and recognize that Kali has so much potential. I do believe that. I think that she personally for me, 
as a fucking fake writer who's never been published okay um I think she just needed editing. She needed a really good editor to read this and be like, okay, first of all, you need chapters. Second of all, there's so many great themes in this book. We really need to like boil it down. it in. (laughs) Yes, totally. Um, And I don't understand how there was no one really, or however many people that she probably had read this book that um, didn't encourage that because- you know, there's like a difference between reading a book where you're like, this book gets three stars. I finished it. I really liked the, um, I really liked the, um, themes in the book and whatever the writing didn't super capture me, but versus what we're experiencing with this, which was like, this was kind of painful to finish. And that is a shame because the writer is a good writer. Yeah. Um, can I tell you my the most frustrating part of this book? Yeah. For me, as I was like trying to get invested. Yeah. The most fus- frustrating scene. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. I think I know what you're going to say. Go ahead, ma'am. Okay. So on page 106, I'm like reading and I'm like, oh my gosh, finally, fucking finally, there's like a, a section where I get to pause because the way that this book breaks up is by these little dots throughout. <laughs> the fuck is that put a goddamn chapter in anyway (laughs) so as i'm ready to like get up and take a break from the sentences that won't stop i read the first sentence of the next section which is is there anything better than welcome sex um and i was like well now i have to keep reading so i do and this is like the perfect opportunity to lure people in but all it's (laughs) It says, is there anything better than welcome sex? You're going to be here for a while sex. Just load your last box in from the car so we can maybe live together forever sex. Aretha didn't think so. Aaron put the last of her dozen boxes down on their bedroom floor. She shut the door and gave him a look good enough for him to rip three buttons off her shirt. Afterwards, they lay in bed panting and sweaty. Aretha listened to her heartbeat in both wrists and took in another lungful of delicious post-sex air what listen this to me sounds like a woman who wants so badly to write about sex but know that her dad's going to be reading this book someday and that's unfortunate because if there's one thing that would have had me invested in how this is the prime opportunity for smut because this book is an end of the world book nobody's talking better than people who think that they have a limited amount of time to be fucking yeah yeah I don't know dude it's um well we have one question yeah what is the question yeah the question is for you Shannon was this book the survivalist hot fi or nice try it's nice try same but I will say that I feel like Kashana Kali, if she puts out another book, I maybe would give it a shot. I would maybe read it. Like, and I yeah, really I totally mean would. That. Yeah, I totally would. I think that there is a lot of potential here. Um, yeah, t- agree. I think it'd make a pretty fun movie too. I mean, this, the book as it is would make a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is not written. It, it does not translate well. And it doesn't. To the page. It just doesn't. It would make a good sitcom. 
maybe it's true it would make a good sitcom like you get to know these yeah. people over time yeah shit yeah well, I don't that's know. all we have for you guys today friends i know i wish like i was like we could really ha- we could just like have a 45 minute long conversation about how we didn't like the book but honestly then i feel like i would be too tempted to get into like i, I would say things that i regret not nice things yeah and we don't need to do that because no right because i actually don't think those things but but you know what we want to hear from you guys if anybody read this book and they loved it i would love to hear about that i would love to hear about how it resonated with you um i really have spent so much time this morning just like digging through good read reviews and other um bookstagrammers and like I'm just not finding anything substantial um definitely some like good insights about what she was getting after and what the book could have been which really did resonate with me but um if you love this book reach out to us we would love to talk to you about it and on that note I think we're both really excited for March's book yo Um, get ready yeah we We hope we haven't ruined our credibility with you but the truth is if you are a true book reader, you know that sometimes, um, this shit happens, man. Yep. It's hit. It's hit a hit and then you miss it. And that it's doesn't happen very much, but, um, that was one of these circumstances. So stay tuned with us. We've yeah. got something really fun in the works for March. All right. Okay. Well, um, um bye. Bye. Okay. Um, I'll see you on FaceTime. Okay.